feature presentation. Welcome back to another Untitled Movie Review. I am one of your hosts, Matt Rohrbeck, alongside, he's got some dogs and he sure is naughty, Eric Martian. Matt, tell me where in the world is Papa John's Pizza? Oh boy. Yeah, uh, we will get to that because today we are reviewing Ruben Fleischer's Uncharted uh, Eric's got his props ready, which I'm very happy about. And we're going to go deep into the Papa John scene, uh, which I don't think is a spoiler. It's, it's not but. going to be Pizzagate. Don't worry. Um, yes. Today we are reviewing Ruben Fleischer's Uncharted starring Tom Holland, Mark Wahlberg, Sophia Ali, Tati Gabriel, uh, Antonio Banderas, and more. It is adapted from the Sony PlayStation Naughty Dog franchise Uncharted uh, one of my personal uh, favorite video game series and Naughty Dog being um, one of my favorite favorite uh, game studios. You guys have heard me talk about, you know, The Last of Us and, and Uncharted multiple times on our shows. I'm wearing my I got to represent I'm wearing my Ellie shirt from Last of Us Part Two. And I thought it was um, Sabalba. Yeah. How dare you? How dare you? Um, So this is, uh, you know, and we talk about video game movies a lot on this show because, you know, I have a strong passion for video games. I really want video game movies to kind of take that, um, you know, next step. Uh, before or go we to get the next this. level, you should ah, say. That's what you're here for, Eric. And and speaking of that is just like, I never thought I'd be sitting here uh, talking about Uncharted with you. And I don't mean that, I mean that in the best way because you're just not a video game guy. You mentioned what, in our conversation with Greg Miller, you dropped out around the PS2 era. You played it when you were younger, but just not your thing. And then that's totally fine. And that's always been my argument about video game movies is like, I think there's a place for them because like there are these fun experiences and these fun stories um, that are told in video games that I would love to share with people who don't play video games like my mom or you or I mean, Nevis plays a lot of games, but sometimes she doesn't play these big single player games. She might watch me play them and things like that and get little bits and pieces. But um, that's why I've always been a big proponent of like, I want these things to be good. And we had a big conversation with Greg Miller when he was on the show. You guys can check that out. It was a couple episodes ago. Just go search for that um, about has there been a great video game adaptation at least. Um, and we will get to that. And I think the question is still, uh, or the answer to that question is still no, um, <laughs> unfortunately. But this is an interesting one. Uh, sorry, Eric, I'm taking the lead. I usually no, 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 no. I, I think this is good. I mean, like, especially thinking with, like, I remember there were a couple of times where you know we'd either be, and this is you know before the pandemic, like we'd be over at uh, your buddy's Mike place and be watching yeah. a movie and then you know i'd be scrolling through the news and then we'd be we'd hear okay this is the new director oh, taking yeah. over uncharted this they've been week. trying to do this for like 10 years really yeah I mean, Wahlberg's been there since the beginning yeah since david o russell was going to basically take the franchise and do something completely different with it where he would play nathan drake and joe pesci and robert de niro would play his eccentric uncles and they would go on adventures and then you had people like dan trackenberg and you know sean, sean levy, levy and yeah. and multiple other filmmakers kind of in this weird rotation of like okay who's going to sort of ultimately land in the chair in this game of musical chairs and it ended up being Ruben Fleischer the director of Zombieland and Venom also for Sony yeah and um you know 
it is what it is. And like, I, I can't say like I had hugely high expectations for this movie. I mean, I love the Uncharted franchise. Um, the one thing that's fun about that franchise is that, you know, it is taking tropes from the adventure movie genre and Indiana Jones and um, uh, National Treasure and the, you know, you list a million of them. But like, um, those are the two that come to my head. But like, it's just taking those tropes and putting them in a video game sense where you get to solve the puzzle and solve the mystery and explore in the jungle and take out the bad guys. And sh again, Nathan Drake in the game kills a bazillion people. Um, uh, but part of that fun is that exploration and the characters and, and spending so much time with them. So it, it was interesting seeing how that would translate to a movie. And because of the history we just brought up. Uh, I didn't have really, really high hopes. And then that tumultuous kind of journey to actually getting this movie made was like, oh, gosh, I just this just needs to get past the finish line. And it does that. Um, but what you get is kind of a, you know, your typical kind of middle of the road, if not like nothing overly awful or bad in the movie, but just kind of completely forgettable. And I think I'm torn because I think on there's two sides of this. As a huge fan of the franchise, I'm either going to be a little bit more forgiving because there's Easter eggs that I see. I go, okay, I really know this story and see, you know, how they're using Chloe in a different way earlier, how, you know, Tom Holland is a good young Nathan Drake, but he's also miscast because of the route that they took the movie. And then I'll be harsher in some ways because I'm going to nitpick all these little things and want something more um, than what the movie gives you, which is just kind of a perfectly okay, maybe watch on streaming movie. But if not, you're just kind of go, okay, I've seen this movie a million times. And like, that's what's unfortunate about being such a huge fan of these games and wanting to talk about uncharted and wanting you eric to share that enjoyment of uncharted with me but now you're just gonna see this movie and you're gonna go am i gonna see a sequel i mean i know you would because you see everything um but you're not going to be necessarily eagerly anticipating a sequel for um this that should be a really fun could be a really fun modern indiana jones style kind of franchise and um you know, I'll let, I'll toss it over to you now because you are the person who's coming in new to this and, and I'm interested in your perspective, but uh, I'm kind of torn down the middle and we'll go through, uh, you know, what we liked and what we didn't like. And there's, I think, a lot of both for me. Yeah, well, you're familiar with the world building and invested in the gameplay. But like I was telling you, it watching the movie, it looks more fun to play than mm. it is to watch and That's that perfect. is usually yeah. the classic case with video game adaptations where you're watching it as a spectator as somebody that you know you're not supposed to interact with it in the way that you are when you're playing you know one of these games at home and i would never judge the source material based on the adaptation the, the, oh, the course, same yeah. the same goes for a book and, or and anything, book, any yeah, 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 really. and 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 you know, um, uh, a video game can still be bad, and then you know, the movie can be bad. I mean, there hasn't really been a great video game movie, but uh, a a good movie based on a book or a graphic novel, the movie can be better because maybe the mechanics of the script are more concise or thorough in terms of the writing, and it just translates better. Here, the way that I 
saw this movie, you know, watching it in the IMAX theater with you um, in Toronto was to your point, a run of the mill action adventure movie that is riffing on everything from Indiana Jones to the point where it, it self-referential yeah, for sure. referencing Dr. Jones and, and the, the, yeah, 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 yeah. Nuns. Yeah. Instead of snakes. <laughs> yeah to Pirates of the Caribbean, you yeah. mentioned National Treasure, any sort of adventure serial that kind of has come before it, it's using and while Which the games did too, but Yeah, yeah, yeah. And yeah. And, and that's fine. But again, you're 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 playing. Yes. You're getting exactly. to live vicariously through the character. You're getting you're to playing. play Indiana Jones yes. or Pirates of the Caribbean, which is exciting, right? Yeah. yeah. And even though it's not that much better I still preferred Tomb Raider, the Alicia Vikander mm -hmm. version, because I think she was well cast. And there was just this slight bit of edge to that film that this movie doesn't like it. Which kind is of the feels... exact same thing in the game. The game was very much like Uncharted, which was then almost riffing on Tomb Raider. Yeah. And the Tomb Raider game, the remake that they adapted was like an edgier Uncharted. So keep going. Sorry. Yeah. And this just kind of feels like it's being handled with kid gloves. And I and, and again, like you, you kind of do feel like even watching or seeing the the uh, PlayStation Productions logo come up that PlayStation is now taking a you know, interest in yeah. seeing a lot of their IP be adapted properly to a certain degree. So being involved in it instead of just sending it off to somewhere else. Yeah. Which so this almost feels like it's a middle part of that. Yeah. So you yeah. can understand where they're coming from and wanting to maybe play it safe for their kind of first, you know, big kind of franchise starter. And, and again, it's not necessarily a bad movie in the sense that like, you know, I, I, I said it to you after we, we watched the film, you know, it's not like Max Payne with, with Mark Wahlberg where like it takes memorably this, bad. Yeah. yeah. It's memorably bad, but it's also taking this very kind of straightforward premise of a revenge thriller and, and turning it into yeah. something completely different and going off the rails with supernatural elements and you're thinking to yourself, okay, well, at least there were decisions made there that were kind of maybe interesting, even though none of them work, but at least again, to your, to your point, and I love saying to your point, it seems to be the new phrase where it's like, you know, a hundred percent, but to your credit, it's like you're watching that, that movie or the original super Mario brothers or any of the video, video game, game non which are so batshit different than yeah. what the games are. Yeah. And, and like, you can tell it's, it's almost like, it's made by committee in a way that the committee didn't care where the, the, the committee that made this movie cared almost too much, too much. And they <laughs> yeah. didn't l just leave well enough alone. Like I almost wish we got the David O Russell version of this because it would have been weird. And, yeah. And yeah. it probably wouldn't have been good, but at least it, you would have been like, Oh man, like, do you remember that uncharted movie? It was nothing to do like yeah. with the, with the, uh, games but whoa like what did they or do very loosely thing? like that's what yeah. video game movie adaptations were they were just like okay here's an ip here's uh something people like here's kind of a nugget of what it's about and let's do something completely batshit with it and i think there's a middle ground to be found because like you know even assassin's creed that came out a, a couple years ago and i think this movie has a lot of similar issues it's like assassin's creed people aren't playing that game for the modern day 
you know, elements, right? Like you're going because you're going back in time and revisiting, you know, a time period and seeing an assassin from whatever century or whatever era and, and things like that. Um, and so much of that movie took place in the present where you're like, no one gives a shit about this. And that's kind of similar issues that I have with this movie is that it only starts to feel like Uncharted in the last 15 minutes or so or 20 minutes or so. And it takes so long to get there. And I get it's an origin story. Basically, how you perceive this movie is if you've played all four uh, mainline Uncharted games and the spinoff is that this is Nathan Drake before he is the Nathan Drake that we meet in the games, right? Uh, and which is fine. We got a little bit of young Nathan Drake stuff in uh, Uncharted 4, and that's where his brother Sam is introduced, is in Uncharted 4, who plays a big part of this movie. Um, or not a big part, a part of the movie. Um, and basically, the movie is just like a greatest hits of bits and pieces of Uncharted, and they put it into Nathan's origin story and part of that is interesting and that's why i can kind of get behind the tom holland thing um and then my problem there is that it's almost too close to spider-man where you're just like i can't he looks so young and he's so peter parker in my head that i can't get around that where i feel like if there was some interesting way where you had an older actor play the older nate and then maybe tom holland play the younger nate and it's bookended or has flashbacks but i know they wouldn't do that because he would be young indiana jones right yeah that's true too but uh so I don't know. I just feel like so much of the movie takes place in like modern cities or a fucking Papa John's in Barcelona, or like in Barcelona <laughs> where who is eating? I get this is what I was saying to Joey Noel from kind of funny. We were DMing and I was like, the only I love dumb product placement. Like I ate the Batman pizza. I, if they gave me a fucking Papa John's pizza in the shape of of Tom Holland's face, I would eat that up. Um, and I would laugh in the movie when it pops up. But there was something about this movie taking so long to get to the like puzzle solving and jungle, um, you know, locale and, 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 you know, that kind of adventure feel that we wanted where, you know, sure, the auction scene is ripped right out of one of the games. And then this where they're solving how to find, uh, you know, the MacGuffin and stuff is like that's right from the games. But then when Mark Wahlberg walks into a Papa John's, I'm like, okay, garbage food is everywhere. I eat at McDonald's every foreign country that I go to. Cause I think it's fun and funny. And like, I get, you know, it's not like because it, they're in Barcelona, they don't like eating crappy food. Like there are people just like me who would want to eat crappy food there. But I was just, expecting Matt Damon's character just, from Stillwater to be it there. Just boggles my mind that they're like, yep, they're in Barcelona trying to find this thing and we have to insert this product placement halfway through this movie. And I think that's just very telling of what the movie is, where it starts to find its footing in that last act. Um, the whole pirate ship sequence isn't from the games. Um, and I thought at times it was cool. Um, Nate, Nate doesn't shoot anyone until the last and not saying that's like a thing he has to do because he's young and he's figuring this, this shit out. But like, um, that's a huge part of the game. It's a shooter, right? And like for him to not, you know, it, it's a really silly moment in the last act where he finally, you know, becomes the Nate from the games that we know. But um, yeah, I think everything before that is either baffling, like the Papa John's thing. Um, I think the action is just kind of uninspired. You know, Tom Holland has, you know, some cool choreography and moments, but most of the time you're just kind of like, I sat mostly stone-faced, um, I liked the back and forth between him and Wahlberg, but then I also 
Wahlberg is just being Wahlberg and like he's just the same in everything and he's not Sully and I'm not saying he's he father stew and I'm not saying he has to be the Sully from the games I know this is way before that and thing and you know whatever I'm although they gave away the post credit scene in a TV spot I saw the other day so I won't even get into that um well there's also an but, actor in that scene that has his name in the credits as mm -hmm. before the the post credit scene mm. and i was thinking <clears throat> it's a it's a game of thrones actors I, I, yeah. actor i won't they're setting who it up is. the next movie which is but, essentially the first game but he's 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 a notable he's popped up in a lot of stuff in in the last few years um but i was like wait did, did i miss him like did he pop on the screen for like five seconds and yeah. then they have the post credit scene and then yeah they have the tv spot which has it in it and i'm like what is the anyway sorry back to the movie um yeah i i think Wahlberg as sully is almost my biggest problem like i think holland is a good young nathan drake it's just not the route that i you know, think they probably should have went with this movie. Like, I it's think, not the course you would have charted. And I think maybe again, like I said, I think Tom Holland is a really good young Nate and maybe there is a way to make that work, but I just don't know if he's the right choice. So close to Spider-Man. Like I know from a star appeal purpose and, and things like that, that's why you do it. But like, I don't know. I think having too many, like, big characters that people know and have being the face of those characters, I think just sometimes doesn't work. And then um, I really liked both women um, leads in the movie. I don't think um, so. Chloe Frazier doesn't come into the games until I think uncharted two or three. Um, but I liked her integration into this movie. And like, I like Sophia Ali and I think she's a really good Chloe Frazier. There's something weird with her accent, though, because the whole time sure. I was like, is it Australian or is it British mm. or is it Kiwi? And yeah. then I looked up where she was born She's in from, San Diego. Yeah, but the character has that sort of accent. So that's why they gave her that. But um, it's a little shaky at times. But I oh, want to well, quickly I mean, go back to the Wahlberg yeah, thing because yeah. I think this is important. The casting of Wahlberg, there seems to be a lot of vanity with and, and, and ego with him being in it because... Again, haven't played the game, but from what you've told me, Sully is a secondary character once mm. Nate kind of goes on the mission or adventure to kind of, you know, plunder the treasure or mm -hmm. kind of, you know, battle whatever. And so with and Sully Wal comes in and saves the day or yeah. helps or something. Or it, he's his day, eyes like, and ears, right? Yes, like yeah. and and so with this, you have Wahlberg who still in his action star, he's not, he's not out to pasture yet as an action star. And so mm -hmm. there's this thing where it's like, I don't know if it's him or if it's the producers of this or Sony. And it's like, okay, well, we have Mark Wahlberg. So we have to interject him into some of these action scenes in a way that's almost competing with Tom Holland yeah. for, for the spotlight in terms of who the actual lead is, where if you had cast someone like Sam Elliott or J.K. Simmons. Tom Selleck. Yeah, or Tom Selleck as my dogs are barking. The naughty dogs are barking. The naughty, the, the, uh, right on cue. <laughs> um, I, I think like, you know, those actors wouldn't mind taking sort of a backseat to Absolutely. Tom Holland. And and I understand from the perspective of Holland being cast, because if this is going to be a franchise, 
Yeah. You know, they want him around for a while. So if they cast him, grow into it too. Yeah. If they cast somebody that's in their 30s or early 40s now, how many movies are they going to get out of, you know, that actor that's going to be in that role? So you can understand that. But again, going back to Spider Man, the, the, the world wariness of, you know, Nathan Drake is replaced with a lot of wisecracking, but the wisecracking feels more like Spider-Man instead of this adventurer. Because his characters are sort of similar, right? In yeah. The sense, like, and it's just it, kind of lazy and uninspired yeah. when it comes to the casting of it. And then again, with that Barcelona sequence specifically um, in the Papa John's, it does two things horribly. One, it reminds you of the subway sequence in the Red Dawn remake, which yeah. is also a very Which is one of the agreed most egregious product placements in yes. the movie that should have no product placement and it's so distracting in this movie with papa john's when you have a scene that's going on that's in play that's kind of crossing between that's cutting between you know the above the city and below the city in this very time sensitive situation that's going on and it takes away sort of any sort of agency and and yes and, and just the 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 suspense of that scene is, is undermined exactly. completely because you're laughing at Papa John's exactly, and so you're not you're not worried about you know the 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 characters that are in peril at that moment and whether or not Sully is going to come through. You're just thinking, oh my god, this is a fight scene that's taking in a Papa John's, and the only thing that would make it worse is if it was a Wahlburgers, you know, like oh my like, god that like that be, like that would have yeah. been terrible and i just, didn't don't get me wrong i laughed but i should oh, I, I did i didn't want to laugh and like there's a way to do those kinds of things to be you know funny and know what you're doing but the movie it's like it's so forced that you know someone at sony was like you gotta put this papa john's in the movie somewhere so someone's going where the fuck can we put this Papa John's? And they're like, no, you can't just have it in the background. No, 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 no. Cause that's what I thought originally when they're yeah. walking by. And I, even then I thought that was ridiculous. Cause I laughed when it was in the background. I'm like, no one in Barcelona is eating at a fucking Papa John's. No one. Sorry. And then I'm like, or at least like a Papa John's like that. Maybe they're ordering delivery cause they're lazy. That's fine. Um, but they had like a nice outdoor patio and it's like this giant fucking Papa John's where people are eating inside. And all I'm thinking about is Papa John's. And then I'm like, you know what I never thought about when I was playing the Uncharted games? Papa John's. Because but I'm now that's all like, you'll think about, and it's just, at least it's, with this movie. Like yeah. that's the main takeaway. Like there's nothing in this film that is like, oh, that was if an that's your most action. memorable thing. You have a big problem. Right? Yeah. And like even some of the puzzle solving, which I think is the best part of this. And, and you talked a little bit about it with, you know, Resident Evil. Welcome to Raccoon City, mm -hmm. where it kind of is embracing that a little bit. And that works for the adventure tropes, I think, where you have a literal sort of um, a literal pun with Mm -hmm. double crosses where yeah. characters and the are games double has so many of those each other as That's well right very true to the games and i'll have to give them credit and like i am a huge uncharted fan but i will also say like the uncharted plots and the villains and things like that i'm like i don't remember them like i remember what treasure nate was going after what he discovers uh the character relationships nate himself um sort of the bad guys but not really um, and well, Antonio so, Banderas, who we yeah. haven't even mentioned Which is, as the cutthroat billionaire, yeah. is this guy who, is, I mean, I, I like him a lot as an actor, mm -hmm. 
but he is literally sleepwalking through this movie. And again, I, I told you this after we watched it. Tom Holland was a voice in Doolittle and Antonio Banderas was in that movie, the Robert Downey Jr. Doolittle film. Mm-hmm. They all, all those animals and him go on this adventure, you know, to find this hidden sort of world to save the queen who's sick because they need, um, you know, this, this fruit from this, this tree. And the only person that kind of knew where it was, was, Robert Downey Jr.'s character's wife, who has perished. And so you have, you know, this character kind of following the clues that have been left behind by the wife. And it's so similar. And, and like, I wonder if 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 Downey Jr. And, and his production company took some inspiration from Uncharted, the video games, when they were kind of you know, rewriting that film because it went through some problems as well. But like, that's another thing I couldn't stop thinking about because of Holland and Banderas who are both in those movies. And, and again, I forgot everything about Doolittle. Well, now I'm reminding you and it does sound similar in terms of its premise. And then, yeah. So Banderas, who is a, is a very, you know, likable presence on, on, in his own right is just like so underutilized and doesn't seem interested at all in the role other to, you know, make some money and, and, and what have you. And then like even learning that this it's the same cinematographer who does a lot, a lot of Park Chan-wook stuff and just recently mm-hmm. did last night in Soho and, you know, it part one, like, you're just like, like how like i don't think it nothing, looks bad but there's just but, nothing there, but there's there nothing that, like, inspired and then that's least. what the whole movie that's the thesis of the movie i could say everything is like it's it's not that bad but then i'm like but i can't really say anything good about it the the best thing i can kind of say is that like if you are a hardcore fan i think you'll mostly go oh okay they made an uncharted movie and then you'll go oh i i saw a moment where you know Nate was doing the things that he does in the games, right? Like there's even little things, obviously there's like a naughty dog sticker that pops up. There's other Easter eggs that uh, um, are more kind of in your face, but even like a moment, Eric, and you would never even get this, but like a big part of the video games is the traversal. And Nate, like one of the funny things is that he can climb up anything and he has the best upper body strength of any human of all time because he can climb up a mountain he and there's always very obvious spots where you have to grab onto because that's how a game directs you where to go right and in this in the pirate ship sequence in the last bit he finally does the thing where it's like i saw it on the side of the ship i'm like he's about to climb up that thing just like in the video games and then it's only like two seconds and they're like little things like that and i think fans of the games will kind of have fun with that or the stuff with his brother and you can kind of see like the little things that they're sprinkling in there to set up the events of what happens in the games. And like, I understand why they did it this way of going, no, let's tell the story before the games. People have either already played those or we'll build up to those moments to your point, Eric, where like, we'll find someone who's younger who will grow into that. So then we have an established Nathan Drake, instead of just dropping you into something where he already has this history with Sully and he, uh, uh, you know, Sully already has that history with Chloe and other people and, and stuff like that. And you get bits and pieces of that here, but it's just when everything came together, it, it just does feel like everyone is mostly going through the motions. 
and like it's like okay uncharted had no you know people don't really go for the story okay here's some other movies it was already kind of riffing off those in the games so now we'll riff off them but then if you riff off them in a movie you're not playing them again to your point eric so it's just like now it just looks like you're being derivative of other action adventure movies instead of the game being something fresh and new because you have these big cinematic like experiences that you're like holy shit i'm playing through this this is insane and then it just kind of comes full circle and you're like huh okay this is why video game movies i think haven't worked because they still haven't cracked the code (laughs) of how you take that experience and showcase that uh in a movie because i think no one will argue that video game narratives um weren't the reason people were playing video games for a long time. Like you went to a novel or a TV show or a movie to get a great story. You weren't going to a video game. You were going to have fun, play something, be engaged, be in control, kind of feel smart or, or whatever. And it's only recently that you're starting to get really great stories. And Naughty Dog is very good at that. But even the first couple Uncharted games, like I don't think it was the first Uncharted game, I think, is the worst one, right? And like, I think it had a lot of the same kind of. At the time, it was like, "Holy shit! Look at the water on on Nate's pants when he walks through, stays on there and dries." Like that was such a huge thing when that first Uncharted you love game wet came pants. out. Yeah, <laughs> and and like, but the story, I don't like. Again, I I know El Dorado and the stuff that they're going after in the first game, and like the little highlights, and then you remember those big set pieces. And, you know, even the ones that they rip from the game in this movie, if you've played the games, you're probably like, oh, that was more fun to play than to watch. And then when you watch them, like, I like the sequence out of the plane with the thing that all the cargo that's hanging and shit like that. That's straight out of the game. But then I just, yeah, I think underwhelmed that every moment is just the key word here is just like at every moment I just kind of like I'll smirk or I'll giggle at a thing. And like, I was never like, Oh my God, I want this to end. But I don't think I ever was like, Holy shit, this is a lot of fun or Holy shit. This was awesome. Um, it was just completely just middle for me. And then I skew mixed negative because I felt like it, it could be a lot of fun and there is so much potential there. And like, I, I am weirdly hoping that we do get a sequel Um, and I hope because they got this one out of the way now that they can kind of start to maybe have a bit more fun. And, um, and I also think I just don't like Ruben Fleischer very much. Like I just, I, I just think that guy has failed upwards (laughs) a little bit and I just don't, I don't get, I don't get it. And I'm like, you know, Venom made a lot of money, but I think. I can't see why anyone would look at Gangster Squad. Well, even Zombieland. So Zombieland is is fine, the first one. And and like, it's like, okay, like a lot of horror fans will kind of dig it. Action fans will kind of enjoy it. It's quaint for what it is, but you didn't need a sequel. And to wait that long, it kind of, you know, it's like, well, what's the point? And then, you know, you have 30 minutes or less. You know, Gangster Squad was a situation where, you know, that, movie but still even edited even with that i feel like you don't have a good movie no no i'm not i'm not defending him but i'm I'm saying like i'll I'll give that movie the benefit of the doubt when it comes to like how that kind of all went down but everything else in terms of what he has directed he he is just truly a journeyman director he's the guy that kind of gets 
you know the 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 ship kind of sailing and and in this case like it it kind of feels like okay well you know if we need a kind of vanilla middle of the road action movie that's going to reference a lot of 80s movies from indiana jones to the goonies to even cocktail like i think the stuff i like the most in this film is him as a bartender like i was waiting for kokomo to play and yeah and i think like i would rather like to watch like this kind of fun kind of repartee between Wahlberg and uh, Holland as sort of like small time grifters or something like that than this giant action adventure movie that is selling me on a franchise that will probably happen. Like, I think, I think it will do well enough to get a merit sequel, a least. sequel. And yeah, and I and just hope you bring in someone who get Gore Verbinski, man. Like I, that, like people have been recently tweeting online about, you know, the, 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 the not produced or the unproduced Bioshock movie. Yeah. And now and Netflix we, is making one. I forget who's attached to it, but Netflix is making a Bioshock movie now. Yeah. And, and so it's like, you, you know like you look at that like, guy is the king of like taking something and, and making doing it something. weird and yeah, subversive but, and but also like a, a conventional looking like adventure movie or something and making something weird about it or they'll have something memorable in it and like that's something we never touched on either is that i don't think this is a spoiler um but for fans of the video game like there is all not always but the first couple uncharted games had a supernatural element. Um, this movie does not. Um, and I think that could have been that element that either people would be really into because it would surprise them if they hadn't played the game. Um, because I don't think people, especially playing that first uncharted game, I wasn't expecting that. I thought it was a pretty straightforward, like grounded, somewhat grounded, um, adventure thing. Um, but they don't include that here, but a Gore Verbinski or someone like that. Like, I think you could in the sequel do something really fun and introduce that element and have Nate and Sully be a bit more established. You got the trademark mustache, big year for mustaches. Um, but I mean, I think death on the Nile, it's origin story of the mustache. mustache And, and, and I think, to be honest, Hercule Poirot is a better character. Than, is a better than, Sully. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Bring in Kenneth Branagh for that. That would be amazing if they replaced him with Kenneth Branagh. I don't know. But you mentioned a, a, those are the fan casting that, I, again, you can. Well, isn't there that fan video with Nathan Fillion yeah. and Stephen Lang Everyone as well? wanted Nathan Fillion. Uh, oh, yeah. Stephen Lang. Yeah, yeah. I forgot yeah. about that. That makes sense to me. And everyone for a long time. And, and don't get me wrong. I think he's probably a little bit too old. Um to do it now but um it's just obviously not the route that they wanted was a 50 year old guy coming in and doing it right because nathan fillion was the choice for a very long time because he looks and sounds like nate from the games right and i'm not one of those people don't you mean nolan north yeah nolan north again not a spoiler everyone knows he's in the movie um his cameo is interesting um it's probably goes on a little bit too long, but it is like a, I don't know, it doesn't make any sense, but it, I guess it's a fun nod to uh, people who know who he is. I just feel like the people who don't are going to be like, the fuck is that guy? <laughs> like, but you kind of get a sense. It's like, okay, they're, they're sort of hanging on him a little too long that it's like, okay, there's some importance to it. Like even, but that I don't know who, people. I don't know who that, I didn't know who that was, but when, yeah. when they had that scene, because again, like 
you put two and two together. It. Yeah, yeah, it's like okay, it's but the you're guy also who smart, the character. Eric, so and you see a lot of movies. I have my moments, where, but but again, like you just feel like even with like I'm not the saying way people that, who wouldn't get that is dumb. I'm just saying like right, not right. Like maybe that. you'd be oblivious or ignorant to just like okay, and like, you'd just it's be just a little a, confused. <laughs> it's <laughs> it's just playing for a comedic beat. Like a lot yeah. of people would probably take it away for for or take for what that is. On, on face value, but like even the way that the film at the beginning of the movie really emphasizes, like, you know, you, you mentioned the way that, that Nathan Drake climbs, but even the way that it's like, Oh, we have to show, you know, Tom Holland working out and doing, you know, like push ups and pull ups on like, you know, his bed and stuff like that is he's getting ready before, you know, doing this heist. Mm-hmm. And it's like, okay, we really have to overemphasize that this guy is like, you know, ready to go for like an, an action adventure mm-hmm. kind of scenario. And it's like, it just mm-hmm. overdoes it to the point of where it is comical, but not, laughing in a good way yeah you not know with like it you're laughing way. at it basically and even then you're not laughing at it enough to or the bubble like... gum too like yeah, i asked I you like what like they, they try to give him this is. character quirk of nathan drake like after every heist he has a piece of bubble gum and it means something to him and i was i asked was, you he about shared that. that with his brother yeah um but i don't think it is unless i'm an idiot um no, I, I don't know. I, I don't know that anything there. And then the last thing I want to touch on before we kind of wrap um, the music, um, again, something that's just totally uninspired. Like, I feel like the soundtrack from the game is so good. And that iconic theme, I think, is so much fun. Um, and it's so sparingly used. And I think when it came, when it finally is used in the movie, they wanted it to be this big moment but then it goes back to my main point of like the movie not actually feeling like uncharted in my opinion until like the last 30 minutes and there are sprinkles of it throughout i have referenced them and again i think some people like you know chloe and and tom holland as drake at times but that score the it's like it doesn't come in until like the very end and everything before that feels like generic like it doesn't sound like that's the uncharted music I know. And I don't think you can just save all of that for what you hope to get in a sequel. Right? Like I, I get that he can't just be treasure hunting in the jungle, the whole movie, but I'm like, he could have, you know, you could have got there a little earlier. You didn't need to go through Barcelona or you didn't need to go through. How to get that Papa like, John's product like placement. You could have, it would have been funnier to have a Papa John's in the middle of the jungle. Um, but I don't know. It's just that the music was incredibly underwhelming as well. And I feel like maybe you could have injected a little bit more energy in the movie if you had the same style of score from the games, although they wouldn't really work with a lot of the bartending scenes or the heist at the uh, art gallery or whatever. And like some, maybe that music doesn't work there, but it just takes so long to get to those elements to get to the trademark Henley, to get to the tucked into the belt buckle, <laughs> the trademark Nathan Drake things um, that I just, uh, I don't know, the whole time you're just like, all right, okay. I don't hate this, but it's like, I, I just wish there was a little bit more energy in this whole thing. Yeah. And it's nearly two hours long and it, and it kind of drags. And like when you're watching it, the the best kind of moments are sort of, you know, 
Nathan Drake falling out of the cargo plane and trying to climb back up. But even the way that they set that up at the beginning where it's like the framing know, how, devices. Yeah, good. it's it's not great. And then, yeah, when there's it goes no need back for to their, it, there's the, no need for it. at all. No, none of it is like even the stuff with the siblings where it's like, OK, like we're setting up They're basically, yeah. you know, uh, Magellan's gold and, and things like that. And you're just like, so that was the whole point of spending like another like five or six minutes, you know, with that and adding character and just setting up that aren't for necessary. future movies again. Like, it's just like, you could have introduced that concept later. Like they do in the games. Like, I don't think you needed to start with the stuff with his brother and like, who doesn't really play. Like, I guess it's his motivation to do this stuff where you didn't really know what it was before. And we found that out in, in the fourth game or whatever. And the, how he came to like him and Sully meeting and things like that. But a lot of it just feels like, you know, and to your point of Banderas feeling kind of like going through the motions, I, I will say Tati Gabrielle um, is almost on the opposite end where she's just going to like 11. And I love her look in the movie. I don't think she's like a great villain. I just think she looks awesome throughout the whole thing. Like, I, um, and she's got a great 80s kind um, of like yeah. character name with Braddock. And it's just Joe like Braddock is yeah. awesome. Yeah. And it's and it just kind of feels like, OK, like if you put her in a movie that is kind of like on her level, that could be a fun film. Like whatever movie she's in seems to be a good time. But there, there's something that you, that bringing that up, I want to mention as well with the Wahlberg vanity thing. I think having that character have a relationship with uh, Gabrielle's um, mm-hmm. character kind of feels also like either Wahlberg is like, oh, I got to be this kind of, you Were know, they hinting still... a romantic relationship? Yeah, they were, that it was kind of like a love them and leave them kind of thing. And and it just, mm-hmm. again, feels... Of her being 26 and he's what, like fucking 50? <laughs> yeah, but it, and again, but it also, it, it goes to like Mark Wahlberg's ego where it's like, yeah. uh, you know, I have to, I have to be not only cool, but I have to be hip and sexy still and compete against Tom Holland. So, you know, like it just, it, it, it's unnecessarily you you, you, mm-hmm. you didn't like all you could have had is just like okay this is somebody that have you know was betrayed by sully and that gives um you know nate a reason to kind of distrust mm-hmm. sully even more you didn't have to add the romantic relationship it just kind of feels like okay, why why yeah yep 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 um yeah I, again i'm I'm hoping we do get a sequel. I think we will, even if it underperforms. Like, I think PlayStation has a lot of faith in Uncharted, especially it being, you know, one of its most popular franchises on um, on PlayStation that I feel like even if this movie kind of underperforms, I almost, here's the thing. Like, I want it to perform well enough that we get a sequel, but I don't want it to do as well as something like a Venom where they just double down. <laughs> You know what I mean? Like, I want them to... So Uncharted, let there be carnage. Yeah. I don't want that. I want them to do well enough where they're like, we should should give this franchise another shot, but let's rework it. Let's maybe tweak it a little bit or or elevate it a little bit Um, and not just kind of have a cheap cash grab because that's ultimately... You know, I don't even think the Uncharted name is... I guess it's pretty huge. It sold millions and millions of copies throughout you know, five games and stuff like that. It's a brand. Um, it's yeah, it's, it's definitely yeah. A, a brand. I just didn't know. Cause I guess I'm so sometimes in my own bubble of going, Oh, I thought uncharted was just my thing, but I'm like, no, it's a huge video game franchise. It's like Papa um, John's. It's just everywhere. <laughs> yeah. So I don't know. I wanted to do well enough to get a sequel, but I don't want it to do 
well enough that they're just like it worked it was everyone thought it was great because it made so much money so let's just do it again and do it even worse uh um, do it again and dumber <laughs> yeah so i don't know I, i'm gonna give the movie oh my god i keep going back and forth i'm not gonna give it a soft pass i'm going back to my 2.5 out of five i could go three because i'm thinking about the movie as a whole and i'm like you know a six out of ten movie sounds right to me i'm like it's not bad it's kind of like what i suggest you watch it i'm like you don't need to go to theaters but if you're a fan of the game i'd be like you're probably going to are you gonna have a horrible time no are you gonna have a great time also no um should you watch it on streaming yeah that's probably when i would tell nevis or my mom to watch it or something because if you want like a saturday afternoon like shut off your brain and just watch something on a tv then it's not the worst thing in the world but it's also disappointing especially if you are a fan because i feel like we could have gotten so much more and there is the potential for this to be a very fun franchise and i do think they miscast sully with Wahlberg, and i do think that tom holland is good but then he maybe isn't the right person for it so i'm kind of super mixed and i could give it a pass but i'm going to give it a 2.5 out of 5 I'm going to give it a two. I did not have a good time. And Papa John's <laughs> haunted me throughout this entire. I don't even movie. like Papa John's. That's it. I don't too. think I've like, ever had Papa John's. We have them here. And I feel like for the longest time we never did. Cause I thought it was a very American thing. And also he's shitty, right? Like, oh yeah. The spokes guy yeah, is like a racist. Like Papa asshole. John, the titular Papa John is awful. Right. Yeah. So it's just like, well, I, I don't know. It's such a Sony thing to be like, you know, I can give the Sony Vio laptops and the Xperia phones a pass. Well, or, it's connected um, though to Sony. Like, yeah. I don't understand why Papa John's because was... they have an overall deal with Sony or something, okay. right? Like, All right. I don't know. Like, we like Sony does do weird product placement stuff a, a lot. Like, I mean, I'm I glad that like... it's in this and not in No Time to Die or something like that. Like, I mean, No Time the... to Die has a ton of product placement too, but like, it's no, yeah, a little a little bit more subtle, right? Like it's like when not... Sony had the rights to bond, like I'm just happy that like bond didn't, you know, in casino Royale didn't come out of the casino and be like, I need to grab a slice of pizza. But people were really John's. mad about the Heineken thing, right? Because right. they're like bond doesn't drink Heineken and that's right. a product placement. Right. But like there are egregious, I think it's all about I, Paps blue ribbon. And I'm usually one not to defend product placement because I, I hate advertising like most people do but like there's a way to integrate it into your movie that's just like people like michael use... bay does no he is there's egregious the Bud speaking Light, of Wahlberg, right um, yeah it's just egregious product placement but with transformers um, yeah i know we're we're latching onto the papa johns and they're but it's, it's hard not to because that's all i could think of like you know with with subway and and Stillwater and 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 red dawn ironically um, subway had a tie-in with uncharted for the game with with Krispy Kreme and Power, and Power Rangers. Rangers, I forgot about that. Um, one. There was another one as well that I thought was. We oh, should do um, a whole show oh, on the most. The egregious. one that you didn't mind as much, even though it's not too distracting, but like in the Secret Life of Walter Mitty, Cinnabon, and oh, like yeah. things like no, that. That's egregious like, too, but yeah. almost like I like that movie. But like the best um, product placement is Wayne's World when they're making fun of it. Yes, but then I think there's a way to do it that's just not. Like you can poke fun at it or you can know what you're doing and it, in the right movie that can work. Or, or if it's animated, like in Weathering With You, the, the, the Big Mac movie, is the amazing. Big Mac. But even then we use like I'm drinking not a sponsor Coke Zero right now. Like people use these brand names. So like I'm fine if someone's just drinking a Coke or 
whatever you want to insert into your movie, as long as it's not, hey, let's set a fight scene in an Uncharted movie in a Papa John's in Barcelona. Like, it doesn't make any sense. <laughs> like, I just don't. It's just I I don't know. It could have been funny in the right movie, but that's not what this movie is going for. It's just egregious product placement. And then that just kind of like that's why I tweeted that first, because it's just like a sigh. And I'm usually one who loves that kind of corny, hilarious garbage shit where I'm just like throwing the product placement. Krispy Kreme and Power Rangers, amazing. That makes sense because that's stupid as hell. I'm like, but in Uncharted. And that works weirdly enough. Yeah. Where this is just distracting and then that's what, look at Eric and I spent probably 10 minutes of this podcast talking about Papa John's. So that's obviously the most memorable thing. So um, I also want to give a shout out to um, PlayStation just sent out uh, or put out uh, the Lost uh, Legacy and Uncharted 4 on uh, in a Among Thieves. Or, uh, sorry, I got to get the right name on this. Um, they did a remaster. Uh, the Legacy of Thieves collection on uh, PS5. So I've been actually playing um, Uncharted lately too, which has Uncharted 4, which is the last Nathan Drake Uncharted game. And um, it also has Lost Legacy where you play as Chloe Frazier. It's the first time you're not playing as Nathan Drake. You're playing as Chloe in that game. So I've been kind of messing around with that. And the game was provided by PlayStation hashtag. Um, but it, it's been so much fun to go back and play those games, which I also think kind of affected my experience with this movie. Cause it's just like, these games are so much fun that that's what I want to see on screen. And we shouldn't just be giving like uh, a soft pass to things. Cause this is a really fun franchise that it's like Bohemian for, Rhapsody all um, over again, where it's like, people shouldn't give the movie a pass based on the music being great because mm -hmm. queen is a great band, but people did. And look what happened. It won editing at the Oscars an actor in a leading role. And I still have a hard time listening to queen because all I can think of is that fucking horrible movie. Yeah. And I mean, uncharted isn't, as bad no, as not as close. Rhapsody, but like but that why thing I'm being harsher on it is because I have I want these to be better. <laughs> like I want video game movies to be better. And I feel like sure we could give this movie a soft pass and go, yeah, it was kind of fun, three out of five, three point five out of five, or whatever. I had fun with it or whatever, but I just I'm gonna be a little bit harder because again, it's just I think you know, I want them to be great. And you know, I'm not mad, I'm just disappointed. <laughs> So it's uh, it's not a great movie. But again, if you're an Uncharted fan, uh, you're probably going to go see it anyway. I'm curious to see what you guys think, because I have talked to some people and I know some people kind of dug the movie. Uh, I know some people thought it was OK. And then there's some people who obviously hate it. And I'm kind of in the middle of all of those things. So um, mixed emotions, but it's fun that I got to talk about uncharted with you. Cause I think that's something that I didn't really expect to do. And, um, you know, I hope they kind of nail it, uh, with the next movie, but we'll see. Um, well, is the next video game film. I think the one I'm kind of curious about, even though I, I I'm sure it's not going to be great is, um, is it borderlines or borderlands borderlands? Yeah. Borderlands. Uh, that Eli Roth is, uh, mm -hmm. directed because that almost sounds like it's going in a completely kind of batshit direction with like the casting of people like Kevin Hart and Kate Blanchett in the same movie and yeah. just the visuals of it. And then again, hiring somebody who's known for torture porn and now is kind of making kind of like 
you know, kids movies and more accessible films on the side. So. Yeah. Yeah. The cast of that movie is wild. Kate Blanchett, Kevin Hart, Jack Black, Jack Black in a lot of video game movies this year. Uh, Jamie Lee Curtis, uh, Ariana Greenblatt, uh, Florian uh, Montano, um, Edgar Ramirez, Haley Bennett, um, tons of people. And um, yeah, the Borderlands games, I never... Craig Mazin uh, co-wrote it with Eli Ross. So Craig Mazin, also a big year for video games for him. He's writing and the showrunner on the Last of Us HBO series, which goes back to Naughty Dog. Everything comes full circle. Um, Borderlands, never really my thing. So it'll be interesting going into that movie, which I don't even think we have a release date. It's supposed to be this year, I think. But Yeah, um, and I think it's shot in Toronto as well. Um, partially, I believe yeah. so. Um, and then we should also say that, um, the only one we know of, I think coming out this year is super Mario brothers, which is coming out in December with Italian American um, actor, Chris Pat Pratt, who's a big Papa John's fan. I bet you, oh, oh God. And then, uh, we did get kind of sort of confirmation that last of us is not coming this year. So, so there be was 2023. A, yeah. But so. that, I mean, maybe that's a good thing because it's like, they're not rushing to get something done just to release it and that's in exactly the calendar right. year. So uh, that's exactly uh, what I said uh, to our friend Max Coville because he, he tweeted at me that news and um, yeah, you know what? I, I think it's much like game development when you hear a game gets delayed or something like that. Like I'm never mad because I'm just like, okay, take your time. This has the potential to be good. Don't fuck this up because it is a video game with a great story. Um, and it's not only about puzzle solving. Actually, like some of the least interesting stuff in The Last of Us is the gameplay. So then that is exactly what we're saying, where it's almost the opposite with Uncharted. Um, the gameplay is still very fun. And I think Last of Us Part 2 has some of the best gameplay I've ever experienced in a video game. Um, but the first Last of Us game and both Last of Us parts are very much about this story that they're telling. So, and it is a very good one. And the the cinematographers and filmmakers that they're bringing in for that project are just are inspired choices, right? We don't know if it'll work, but at least everything on paper seems like it's inspired at least and then you're also I mean, on top I'll, of that has the original creator involved neil Druckmann's directing an episode like right and same with the mario brothers movie miyamoto is involved in that movie so like you kind of hope it doesn't go off the rails like the original one right but I'm but like, then again like something like assassin's creed on paper seemed like yeah, it was going to be too. something interesting with having someone like justin Curzel and michael fassbender working together and and ultimately it fell apart horribly but i do oh, out sonic of, and, the hedgehog 2 is the next one we forgot right 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 so out of and that's also interesting because now you know sega and paramount are expanding the sonic third verse. movie and a series on knuckles and eric the kid in me knuckles was my favorite one of my favorite like video game characters, Knuckles, uh, Cloud Strife from Final Fantasy VII, um, were two of my favorite video game characters. So I even popped in the first Sonic the Hedgehog movie when you see an echidna, just like when they have like the tribal echidnas in the first movie. I remember seeing Sonic with you and I was like, yo, the echidnas. I'm like, Knuckles, let's go. And Knuckles being in this and Idris Elba voicing him is wild. And then for their like, yeah, Idris Elba is also going to star in a Knuckles spinoff TV show. I'm like, 
unnecessary, but I'm here for it. Hey, I mean, if if Peacemaker worked as, yeah. you know, a spinoff to the Suicide Squad, why not? Knuckles could work. Yeah, yeah. Um, you know, we, it, we covered a lot of this with the, that Greg Miller conversation, but we're still getting that second Tomb Raider movie. Um, you know, there's tons of stuff coming. Are um, we getting that Tetris film as well? It's not about te- like, it's about the making of Tetris or yeah. with, uh, Taron Egerton, right? Yeah, I think so. Yeah. Um, so we're in an interesting spot for video game movies. Uh, I'm so, I want that Mario trailer so bad. Like, I just, I, I just want to see, like, are they going to change the design of all the characters or are they going to look exactly from the game? Because if they change the design of everyone and they're more like look like the humans from, you know, the Illumination movies and shit like that, instead of like what Mario looks like from the games, people will lose it. And it's going to be funny. And like, <laughs> um and like, oh, my God, I, can't, I just can't wait to see what the hell that movie is. But um obviously... For now, I'm going to go back to playing some games. Um, I'm playing some Pokemon right now, Arceus, uh, which is a lot of fun, um, as well as I have the Guardians of the Galaxy game that I want to play too. But that's always another weird one because I have MCU brain. So like, whenever I play something that's not the MCU, it takes me so long to get used to the different actors and then you compare everything. So, um, Oh, speaking of MCU, because I know uh, Oscar Isaac is going to be in, in Moon Knight. Weren't we supposed to get a Metal Gear Solid uh, film at some point? Yeah. Too? With um, the director of uh, Kong, Kong Skull, Skull Island. Island. Yes. Um, which I hope we get. And if Kojima's involved, that's dope. I, I want Kojima to direct a movie. I'll end it on that. He's a film fan. He loves movies and obviously he has so many references to movies he loves in all of his projects. That, he has like, filmmakers um, in his game. He loves it. Like he loves it. It's his number one passion, which is awesome. And I'm like, give that guy, you know, make a Kojima movie. That's what I want instead of someone adapting one of his things. And I know that you you think you would have thought about that. And I know they've said Kojima Productions, his production company is going to be expanding and to try to do movies and stuff. And I would love before he retires and he's a guy who looks so young, but he's actually in his fifties, I think. Um, Cause you got to think the original metal gear was made in like the eighties and um, for the original Nintendo and stuff. But that's a guy I want to make a movie cause it would be wild and weird and awesome. And um, I, I definitely want that. So we'll leave it at that. Eric, thank you for joining me. Uh, thank you all for listening or watching. We really, really do appreciate it. Um, we have a ton of more reviews and, and shows that you guys can check out. Um, we have another show called the untitled movie podcast, uh, which you guys can check out. Um, if you like video games, go check out that Greg Miller episode, um, where we talk about, has there been a great video game movie and much, much more. Um, we also did Oscar nominations on our last episode we did, which was just this week, a couple days ago, we did a multi-trailer madness episode where we talked about every piece of marketing we got at the Super Bowl, whether it's movie adjacent or an actual movie trailer and things like that. So go check that out. Uh, we have reviews up for uh, Death on the Nile. If you want another great mustache, a scream, if you want more whodunit. Pam and Tommy. Um, David Arquette but, used to have a mustache and yeah, scream too. David so. Arquette could have been Sully. Uh, Pam and Tommy, uh, <laughs> Murderville, uh, the 355. Another mustache. Party. Yeah, so many good Terry, mustaches. Know who has a horrible Terry mustache? Seattle. Mark Wahlberg. Um, <laughs> anyways, uh, as always, my name is Matt Rohrbeck. You can find more of my work around the internet, uh, mostly at untitledmoviepodcast.com. And soon, 
uh, on Family Feud Canada. Hopefully, if one of my questions gets through, I'll let you guys know. Uh, and you can follow me on all those social medias at Matt Rohrbeck. And I'm Eric Marchin. You can find more of my video reviews on rogerstv.com slash cinemascene and on the social medias at EM6211. Until next time. I feel like delivery. How about some Papa John's? <laughs> I hate it. <laughs>